0: Podcast is part
1: of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for the weekend of Saturday, August twentieth, twenty twenty two. My name is Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo.
2: Aloha, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm mediocre. To, to middling yeah, to slightly slightly below average. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm, honest.
2: Yeah, I'm, I would say I'm good to soft. It's the, that's the journey, <laughs> good to going, just Good to
1: soft. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Let's hope it stays there then. Yeah. Hey, I take it if it firms up, that's better, yeah. Much better for me. Uh yeah. It's yeah,
2: okay. a quick horse. I'm not I'm not native uh native river? Was it native, native river, river. I love, loved running yeah. in the slop?
1: Yeah. He did indeed. <laughs> And um, with us this week is our guest Dave Greenfield. How you doing, Dave?
0: Yeah, Simon's guys. Bit of a uh, mixed bag, wasn't it? It wasn't great.
1: Well, last week was horrible for me. Um, not not just in picks wise, but uh, watching my team, Dundee United, yeah. just get absolutely destroyed twice. Yeah.
0: Um, I did watch the game. So
1: utterly awful, really bad, and we're, in, and we're in a bad way now as well because. That's one point we've got and we just got absolutely trounced by Hearts as well following our 7-0 defeat away in Alkmaar. It's just not, it's not well 4-1. We scored a penalty. We could beat by Hearts 4-1. So we got a goal from the penalty spot. Just bad. Not good. And then the picks on top of that were uh, we got unlucky a lot of times. I don't think anything really went yeah. for us last week. Um, a few it's nil-nils in there. All draws. Which just yeah, and they're I mean, all even money numbers as well. Both
2: uh, some of the outsiders as well would suffer from early cards, which is just like the worst thing. I, was like, I need this team to put in a great profile ten men. <laughs> yeah. That is never how it goes.
1: So let's uh let's recap it then. Um it's not gonna be fun. Um but but we'll do it. I got off I got the banker treble off to <laughs> Well, it's a nothing start. Um, Kawasaki versus Kyoto Sanga. Really like the home win at odds of four to nine, and I still will like the home win if the odds are that price when the game actually gets played. Uh, this game was postponed um, because of a typhoon in Japan. Not much we can do there. Uh, wasn't a loss though, just a void on the, a void on the coupon.
2: Non non runner to start with. Um, I had my banker did come in. Uh, this was AS Roma away at Salernitana first game of the season uh, Roma won 1-0 I'd have liked to be a bit more comfortable in that but if you look at the overall stats of the game Roma Roma, had less of the ball but way more shots on target way more they just were hitting on the break whenever they go in so uh, yeah it wasn't it wasn't our man who scored to start with it was Brian Cristante uh, it was none of the Abrahams were involved any of the brothers um, <laughs> but uh, yeah so just a 1-0 win for me in there and uh, that went off it, it drifted a little bit so Went Off at one to two, so yes, Roma started the bankers well for me, Dave.
0: Yeah, so I had uh, Arsenal uh to beat Leicester, uh, one to two, I think it went off about six to 11 in the end, but uh, yeah, Arsenal won the game four to two. uh, comfortably tuning up by half time. A couple of goals from uh Jesus, first one, was a sublime finish, wasn't it? If you saw it, and then uh. Arsenal sort of had an Arsenal moment, didn't they? <laughs> At the start of the second half. Saliba with a own goal from a header. But then a minute later, uh, Xhaka scores, makes it 3-1. Uh, Madison getting one, 3-2. And then again, a minute later after that, Arsenal score again. Uh, so yeah, Arsenal had 19 attempts, seven on target. Uh, you yeah. know. They looked look good again, didn't they? To be fair to them, especially they are personally.
1: looking good. They're they're looking like they're going to score goals as well, which is which yeah. is nice. Um, so yeah, they'll be one to one to look out for. I I did say I think in the the first episode of this season that I quite fancy Arsenal for a top four finish this year. I think they'll come fourth. And then on, I mean, okay, we're it's very early days, um, but quite happy with what I'm seeing so far. And that's another banker treble in. If you put the treble on, that was uh, a winning return. Obviously, you get a void for my game. So I think it worked out just over even money, which is all right. Um, nice way nice way to start the week. Um, we then moved on to the value picks. I was in the Danish Superliga. My value pick was 15 to 8, so almost 2 to 1. I just thought um, it was a, a really good spot to back Norgeland away at Alborg. Uh, the bet lost. The game finished nil nil, but Norryland did have the best of it. Sixty-eight percent possession, twelve shots to Alborg's five. Um, so I think that was a miss price, at fifteen to eight. Uh, we just didn't get it in this time. But hey, you know, yeah, you can't complain about a fifteen to eight shot not coming in, I guess. And it was close. It was. I- Almost the exact
2: circumstance uh, for for my game as well. This was AC Ajaccio recently promoted against Racing Club Lens or Longs. Uh, I've been told my French pronunciation of most of the teams wrong <laughs> uh, by someone in our French office uh, from from myself and Andy's work who'd listened to the podcast. So I'm, I'm, I have to stop saying "Pau." It's po, uh Longs uh, rather than Lens and um, Reims not correct I can't even really say reams properly I tried it a couple of times and I just sound a bit daft
1: so go on give uh, us it, it what it should, should it be it should be
2: Riem alright okay <laughs> that, makes, that, that, that makes sense right, but, Okay. yeah but I just feel like I, yeah anyway so uh, AC Ajaccio versus Lons, um same spot as Andy 0-0 draw much more of the ball much more goal attempts much more shots and goal Ajakio ended up with like five players booked by half-time so they were really dug in to try and get something out of this game and they did so credit to them uh, Longs went off at 13-10 uh, so again way over even money but no return this week and another 0-0 draw Dave how's your value? Uh,
0: well yeah, I could play a hat-trick of 0-0 draws uh, wonder what odds we'd have got for that That would be great if playing the pools back in the day <laughs> Yeah but yeah, no, it was uh, Port Vale against Bolton, and uh, I fancy Bolton at 16-11. To, uh, to be fair, Bolton were on top first half, but uh, Santos got sent off for uh, two bookings, uh, sent off on the third, seventh minute, and to be fair, just, just killed the game. Uh, Port Vale didn't offer a lot, and Bolton did offer a lot second half either. They, they happily played a 0-0 draw, but... Yeah, it was one of them, wasn't it? I think he might if Ball keep 11 men on the field they're going to go and win
2: it. You don't know, do you? But Yeah. It was certainly Is more it, of a chance than he did with... Yeah.
1: It was one of them, but we managed to find three of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three of those one of thems this week. Just unfortunate. All nil-nil. Um, you know, I send it off in your game and then myself and Gordon's like probably the better chances and certainly the better possession. So, unfortunate. And we'll look to look to well, I, you know, the picks were still good. Uh, I, you know, there were big, there were big odd shots here. Uh, so hopefully, luck falls in our favor this week to the outsiders and I was in Scotland for St. Vim, St Mirren versus Ross County both these teams will struggle this year um, and you can probably see that by the fact that this game ended 1-0 to the home side St Mirren so no outsider for me had backed Ross County um, St Mirren 40% possession but still won the game 1-0 they had two shots on target to Ross County's one so there wasn't much going on here um, both sides will probably struggle um, and no outsider win for me. I, I, I thought it'd be a coin flip game, and I went for the 11 to 5 team.
2: Okay, well, uh, mine also didn't come in. I had Wraith versus Morton. I'm just going to stop back against with Morton, and I have yet to select any good, positive Morton based results <laughs> this season. Um, you try and back them, they,
1: they, they lose, you try and back against them, or even to draw, and they win. So, I believe they're playing high flying top of the league Dundee this week, are they not? They are so. so... Uh, you I know, mean, you might we'd think- all
2: like to see a Morton win,
1: but uh I'm I'm not
2: gonna I'm not gonna deal with that this week. <laughs> um so yeah, Wraith versus Morton. It was 2 0 to Wraith after sixty-six minutes and um Morton got a goal back in the eightieth. Again, they had more of the ball, more shots on target, um, more shots off goal. You know, they, they were decent for it. Wraith just they, they got their chances in the net. It was it, this is gonna be the story of this entire week is that yeah you, occasionally you're 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 trying to find games that are priced not as coin flips. And uh, this was one of them. They, they they had enough of the ball to do the damage and didn't do it. So no outsider for me this week. Um, and you'll be both relieved to know that Morton do not feature in any of my picks during this week. So Dave, what have you got?
0: Yeah. So uh, my outsider turned out to be my worst pick of the week. Uh, it was Plymouth versus Peterborough, and I like Peterborough in nineteen to ten. Uh, they ended up losing the game two 0 uh, Peterborough had, had looked pretty decent before this, but uh, they weren't great at the weekend. You know, Plymouth took the lead through Finnazas, who's on loan from uh, Villa, looks decent at that level. And then Roy nardi got the second with a penalty to finish the game off. They had played in the uh, League Cup last Tuesday, and uh, Peterborough had won that game 2-0. Yeah. Level. Uh, so I thought, you know, I look looked pretty decent, albeit with you know, two different squads out. But yeah, no, they, they just just weren't that good, Peterborough. But well, uh, outside, we're not going to get them all in every week.
2: <laughs> one thing to note about that, Dave, is that your outsider Peterborough actually drifted around after that midweek game because obviously you tipped them before it and yeah. a quite large price. They ended up going off at like seventy-five, eight to five. Uh, like they, yeah, they, they, came they dropped right in, so you were on the right side of like. You had the value to start with, it's just they didn't They didn't capitalize on it. Cool.
1: Green army
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> on to the charity picks, and the theme of the week continues. Uh, my charity pick lost. I, I took Aberdeen, and I and I know a lot of people this week and various coupons had Aberdeen, it was all over Twitter. They just played badly and got a bad result against Motherwell at home. They lost 3 2. Um, at no point were they 2-0 up, unfortunately. They lost an early goal. They turned it around to be 2-1 in front just after halftime um, and then went on to lose the match. So a disappointing result for Aberdeen and quite a disastrous result um, for a lot of people betting on Scottish football because I think they were a very tasty price at 4-5 and most people would have had them on their weekend slips.
2: I got absolutely done in in Norway in my charity bet and I feel yeah, you personally did. aggrieved by this. So i had <laughs> taken those fucking Hamcam cunts to lose to, to Valoranga. <laughs> uh, I had I had Valoranga away at Hamcam. Hamcam are recently promoted and they've been very good. Valoranga were up 1-0 at halftime, went in at the break. And I actually thought the notification I was getting was a game to be over. Uh, but it, no, it was Hamcam equalising 90 plus 3 uh, to, to kill my leg of the charity bet. And yeah, it was just... After because so this game kicked off at seven PM and Roma kicked off at seven forty five. After that went in, I was certain I was losing my charity bet. In you know, that way I am just like, nah, this is not happening. Yeah. Roma are gonna get out ten men after four minutes or something and just get and just do me in here. But yeah, I mean, yeah, not, not a not a great week uh, for for me, but the charity I, I obviously, hurt the
1: most. I obviously want to see all the picks on the podcast come in, but that happening has saved me a tenner this week. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> How's it say Every, turn this week?
1: Because you, you'll be you'll be back in the charity this week, will you not? No, it goes across if we both lose. Oh, did I? Did you do it last? Oh, you did it, it last, did it last week. week. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, that. I, thought I thought that. Yeah, okay, we go. both lost, so I thought it was I thought it was me, so it would switch. Oh no, it's my turn anyway. Uh. I
2: technically did get the charity bet as a free bet because I did back Villa and Everton's price boost on Hills with a tenner for like they boosted like a goal to over even money, and I was like, great, that's fine. Tenner on that. Hey, charity bets, for uh, they all lost. So um, I, I've kind of spoiled the surprise with the spectators. How did your charity pick on?
0: <laughs> yeah, so it was a uh, it, it was a loser, but it was Accrington against Burton, and uh, I liked Accrington Akring, uh, at ten to eleven, and uh, <laughs> this guy ended up four oh, four. Mental. This was some game. Uh, value for entertainment here if you were, <laughs> we were at Accrington at the weekend. So Burton. And had scored all season, including, and won all season, including the game in the League Cup. Uh, They got 3 0 up, 2 0 up at half time, and then got 3 0 up with a hat trick from uh, Keeler Dunn, who they'd picked up from Oldham in the summer. Uh, um, Aki replied two quick goals on 52 57, but then Burton went 4 2 up in the 81st minute. And then Aki brought on a guy called Josh Woods in the 88th minute. He scores on the 90th minute to make it uh, 3-4. And then he sets up the equaliser in the 96th minute. That's (laughs) an impact sum for you there. Yeah, yeah, again. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Aki had 20 goal attempts. 8 uh, on target Burton 15-5 on target so like I say if, if you were down there that game in the weekend that's you know you, you probably wanted Aki to win but it's some entertainment for a uh, good thing for League 2 football uh, League 1 football even sorry
1: yeah, 8 goals yeah what superb <laughs> Um, but not superb for oh, wow. for our chat for our charity bet. But you know it did. we all we all picked losers. So um, work to do for all of us in this week's picks. Um, we do have a Facebook group, guys. Please do join us on Facebook. Uh, a lot of people chatting back and forth. Dave, I see we're recording this on Tuesday. You have a selection for tonight's card out on Facebook. No point in really mentioning it here because. Uh, By the time this podcast is out, the the games will be gone. Um, But do join us on Facebook and you'll get access to those extra uh, little midweek things now and again. And um, you'll hear opinions right across the community. We've got a couple of hundred people interested in in, uh, football betting and betting on other sports in there. We also have a Patreon channel and we'd like to welcome Charlie. Thanks for joining us on Patreon this week. So another Patreon member. Welcome, Charlie. Um, That's just to give something back to the show. It's £6 a month. Uh, you get this podcast as a video file as soon as we do it, so that'll be uploaded this evening, Tuesday night. You get a cheat sheet with all the picks written down every week so you don't have to try and remember any of the games or uh, what we said or who what we like for the weekend. And you get some other stuff as well. There's some extra video podcast content for the horse racing, for the golf majors, um, sometimes for the darts, just big sporting events throughout the year. There's always some extra stuff in there too. So join us over on Patreon. We'd love to have you. Um, We also have the middle section for Patreon viewers, which is where we shoot the breeze about stuff that's been going on this week and any picks that didn't perhaps make the show. Uh, I had two middle picks last week and they both won at odds of 21 to 10 and 5 to 2. So a bit gutting that for the regular show they, they weren't included, mine but they also,
2: were there. Can also come in. Mine, mine, Did your middle <laughs> section come yeah. in as well?
1: Keel beat
2: um, Heidenheim, I think it was two uh, 0 I was like, Wonderful. great, glad, glad, I saved that one. So I uh, hope, hope he's gotten that, and none of my other picks. That would be
1: great. Well, we're going to that now. We're going to recap them now, and on our normal podcast channel, you'll hear you'll hear from our sponsors. So we'll see you guys after the break. Welcome back. And now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, August 20th, 2022. And as normal, we'll run through our banker picks, our value picks, outsider picks, and then end with a pick from each of us to go in a charity treble where all the returns, should we get any, go to a charity of our choosing, which we'll announce next week. So to kick us off with the bankers, I'm very close to home. Saturday, the early kickoff at 12.30 in the Scottish Premiership for Hibbs versus Rangers. And the away win for Rangers is 3-5, to five, which is pretty damn big, in my opinion. Rangers are a perfect nine points out of nine, three games into the new Premiership season with wins against Livingston, Kilmarnock and St. Johnston where they've scored eight goals and conceded only once. and That was actually the first goal that they saw in any of their matches Uh, and they they came back to win. They've been absolutely dominant across these games too. They've had over 70% possession in each of the games and they've had a total of 63 (laughs) attempts at goal across three games, which is high by anyone's standard. Hibs have four points from their opening three matches. They beat ten-man St. Johnson, big whoop. Uh, they drew with Hearts with a last touch of the game um, equaliser, and they lost last week to Livingston. They've scored three goals and conceded three goals for a goal difference of zero. So, you know, based on all that, Rangers just look far too strong for a Hibs side that isn't up to very much. Um, and while those, you know, they raise their game, or you would hope they would raise their their game for a visit from Rangers the the 3-5 to five odds are just really really high and too good for me to turn down so my banker this week is Rangers Gordo any opinion on that obviously you're a Hibs fan no I think the opinion on that is I will
2: just completely abstain from discussion upon it I think you're correct in that we're, we're going to lose uh, I would just like to see us not do that. It's much like the Dundee United Saint Mirren game that you were talking about. I know it's going yeah. to take place. I know I want to win. I have no hope in that happening. Yeah. So yeah,
1: I mean, what's your I'll, what's your banker pick?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll move you on to some more positive news. Uh, so I am in in Napoli for my uh, or Naples in for for my banker pick, which kind of gives away who I'm backing uh, for Napoli versus recently promoted Monza. Um, Napoli got off to a flying start uh, for from the first round of the Italian league, uh, winning 5-2 away at Verona after the conceding a, 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 an early goal to one of our uh, podcast favourites Mr. Kevin Lasagna uh, who's <laughs> recently been transferred to uh, Verona. It's so, a me it's Kevin! A, Kevin. <laughs> um, but Napoli have made some really shrewd signings over the summer, like they've, they've done some really, they've signed a Georgian boy um, Kvar Ratshkiliya I think the guy's name is um who was playing in the Georgian league he was he was playing in Russia and he's was playing in Georgian league straight into the first team day one uh for the pre-season friendlies he scored three goals in the pre-season friendlies and he scored a, another one to start off that game um, some other ones in there as well. Um and that they've got still got Victor Ozumen, uh, Zelensky, Zelinski, LaBocca, Politano all scored in there. they had a goal chopped off as well for, for a 6-2 win. Um so they're playing really well. Monza are interesting this season. They lost their first game to Torino. Um, no real shame in that. But they've they've went full Gretna. Um like they've 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 signed like a whole bunch of guys that you're like, oh I remember him. I, 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 he, he plays football. Um, so they they've got some instant guys like remember Renoglia? um who who was playing with Inter a couple of seasons ago. Pablo Mari, ex Arsenal player, in there. Um, Marlon from Shakhtar's days. He used to terrorize uh, Celtic players when they played them. I, I seem to remember that in the in the Champions League. But they've got a whole bunch of guys in there that you're like, oh Andrea Carboni, um, and a, a whole bunch of players that I don't think are quite good enough for for this level. Napoli, I think, will win this game, and you're getting them. I think what's a rather farcical odds of four to eleven to do so. This game's in February; they are much shorter. They're one to four here because Mons will be around in the re- relegation uh, places. But four to eleven for Napoli here represents good value for me. But it's a Sunday evening game, so 7, um, five five thirty. Dave, what have you got in the Banker area?
0: so uh, I'm sorry, Kenny Dooker, of the good doctor. Uh, He's not- a great
2: man, wasn't he? He was, he was. He that's
1: incredible.
0: <laughs>
2: He's banging about ten a gang, didn't he? For he was. <laughs> um, yes, I don't think they quite have him uh, as of yet, but I'm sure they're keeping their options open uh, if Pablo Mari doesn't work out for them. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, banker wise, that's that's me hopefully sorted.
0: And uh, yeah, Dave, what have you got? Yeah, so from our banker, I'm uh, in your guys' uh. Hometown, well, hometowns, I'm not actually 100% sure where Bonnie Rig is in Scotland, but uh, that kind of gives it away. It's Bonnie Rigg against Albion Rovers, uh, Saturday 3pm, it's Scottish League 2, and uh, I'm going to tap Bonnie Rig here at 1-2. to two. So uh, we've talked about Bonnie Rigg a few times on uh, the middle section of Patreon, if you've uh, been watching, and uh, they got promoted for the playoffs from the Lowland League, um, last season, and they uh, sit second at the moment after three games, seven points, scoring seven, conceding two. Whereas Albion Rovers are bottom of this league with no points. They've only scored one goal and they've conceded four. You know, Bonnyrigg have beat four, four East Fife, and they drew with Stranraer last week. Whereas Albion have uh, lost to East Fife, lost to Stenhousemuir, lost to Dunbar. Uh, Kevin Smith is uh, the second top goal scorer with three goals this season Bonnie Rig as well. So, yeah, we, yeah, we, like I said, we spoke around four. I think they're going to do pretty well. Got a good budget down there for uh, most promoted teams in that league down there. So, where is Bonnie Rigg exactly then, guys?
2: Um, I, I don't actually really know where Bonnie Rig is, to be honest. It's <laughs> not, they're, they're recently promoted to Andy, could you step in? Do you know where Bonnie Rig is?
1: Um... Lothian It's Edinburgh It's Edinburgh way Okay Yeah, yeah. So it... so we're So Gla- Gordon and I are based in Glasgow So it's not far But it's uh, It's nearer It's nearer Edinburgh Than it is Than it is Glasgow So take us Take us about an hour To get there So
2: uh, Apparently the average hotel Is £109 a night If you want more <laughs> More nice pony rig notes Bonnie rig uh, <laughs> notes Um but yeah, so I think it's a good
1: pick in there, Dave. You're right, yeah. you do have a massive budget in comparison to the rest of the teams in that league. So that's um, three bankers, Rangers, Napoli and Bonnie Rigg, and if they all come good, the treble is 2.3 to 1. So pretty good. And we're 100% on our bankers so far, so let's keep that rolling. Um, on to the value picks now and I am back in one of my favourite leagues on Sunday at 11am UK time for Shonen Bellmere versus the Kashima Antlers in the Japanese J1 League. Uh, we've got about 10 games left to play in, in, the, in the J League and Kashima are currently in second spot, five points behind the leaders Yokama F Marinos and they've got 43 points from 25 matches so they've been having a really good season. Their hosts Shonen are only one point above the relegation zone so they've 25 points from 24 games and they're only three points ahead of dead last place so they're in serious danger of being relegated um, they're also not really that good at home they've only achieved 13 points from 13 home games this season uh, the third worst home record in the league scoring only nine home goals and conceding 20 that's that's pretty poor especially if you're up against a team that's um, had a season like Kashima has Big game for for the Antlers. They've slumped a bit recently in terms of form. I think they've only managed five points from the last five games. But this is a huge opportunity for them to put three points on the board um, and and you know really stake a claim that they're going to be involved uh, in in the title race uh, at the end of the season. Thirteen to ten for an Antlers win. I think that's pretty good. Getting over even money on this game. So that's my value pick for this week. Kashima Antlers.
2: Next one. Let's uh, hope the typhoons let us get this. Let, let the game go ahead. Yeah, let the game be played. Um, I'm going to say what I'm going to say really quietly now. Like this pick. This is a. This might be pick of the week. I know that means I'm going to murder this, but um, yeah, this is a. This is Gersunia Sport versus Simpasa, Um and I really, really, really like this pick. And I think Joey will also back me up on this when he listens to this. So um, let me take you into it. So. Um, Gersunyusor versus um, Kaysen Pasa. Two games into the Turkish league so far. Gersunia sport beat Galatasaray away at a big price of 7-1, to 1-0 last week uh, and lost their first game 3-2 to Adana Demirspor, who have, I don't know if any of you guys have seen this, have uh, one of the oddest front lines kind of um, going at the moment. Um, they have um, Britt Asombolonga. <laughs> um from uh who we may remember from playing for Middlesbrough for a while and Forrest and Peterborough yeah. and various different teams. He went straight from Middlesbrough to sport which is a it's a it's a nice move for him. Um, <laughs> you've got a couple of players like that you're like, oh, shit, he's still doing it. Uh, Gorkan Inler, if you remember him as well, the 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 Swiss boy who was playing for a while And there. They've got some other ones as well that I was wanting to mention. Um but yeah, they've, they've, they've got some pretty decent players. They're actually top of the league at the moment. Their their first two games have been two wins against... They've scored three in both of them uh, against uh, Spor and Sivaspor in there. Um, Spor's opponents this week, Ad- uh, Kasim Pasa, are fucking garbage. And their first two games of the season, they've conceded 10 goals. Four in the first, six in the second. So they conceded four to Bishak Shahir and six at home to Fenerbahce. And now this wasn't a game as if like it, it, you know, they got a man sent off early, uh fine, but there was only one goal prior to that. And we see what Bolton managed to hold on for a draw there. So they don't they can't quite compete at that level. <laughs> can't quite compete at that level in there. Casting Pass are not going to be good this season. Um, you know, their two games have been rancid so far. Um they played Galatasaray in the preseason cup that they do. Um so they have played a, a kind of a, the same team this season so far. They lost that game 2-1. I really like Gersunia sport here. You get them at 5-4 to or 15-11 at, um, at William Hill. So you uh, shop around for your prices there. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this. And I know that by mentioning this as my, my favourite thing that I'm bringing to the show this week, I have all but ensured casting passes first points of the season. So I, I congratulate them on that ahead of the game. Uh, but yeah, Gersunia I know. Sport
1: I know literally nothing about the Turkish league. Like nothing. Did
2: Joey finished like, the work. Yeah, I'll just dial him in
1: the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, get Joey in to talk about that. But you know how there's just some leagues you just don't know anything about at all. Like you might as well have been talking about the West Highland women's curling league or something. Yeah. yeah. I just I just don't, I just Maybe don't we're the
2: mid-section.
1: know. <laughs> so I'm trying I'm trusting you, G man. Yeah, trust I me mean, to bring they're, it they're home. They're a big price, so let's uh, they're a big price
2: for what they are. Um, so let's just bring it home. So, Dave, are you uh, where which Turkish team are you taking in the, in
0: the middle <laughs> slot? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure there's any Turkish players even playing in this game, but it's uh, I'm in League One Saturday at three o'clock and it's uh, Shrewsbury against Ipswich. I'm going to tag Ipswich here at six to five. Uh, so Ipswich sit top of uh, League One at the minute, uh, seven points from three games, scoring six, conceding two. Shrewsbury sitting in 15th, and uh, I've got four points from there, three games, scoring two, conceding two. Uh, Ipswich have had a decent start, like I uh, said. Yeah, drew 0-0 with Bolton, uh, beat Forest Green away 2-1, and then last week they uh, beat MK Dons 3-0, and uh Apparently that, that game the Ipswich were absolutely superb. I mean, you can if you go on a few like Ipswich fan sites, the, the fans are absolutely look. Like, science the best they've seen Ipswich play for yeah, many years. Uh, they actually in that game there was a there's 55 minute stretch where MK Dons didn't even have a shot in 55 minutes. That's how well like, they they control that game. Uh, I mean they have they. Uh, sorry, John I. Dinashtian, he plays right centre-half. He got two assists in that game and <laughs> one of them was from a right wing-back. <laughs> so, like, you can tell, like, like how they're playing. Game,
2: these boys then, yeah. They're, they're, yeah,
0: you can tell how they're playing their football. Um, and, yeah, Sh- Shrewsbury have uh, drew 0-0 with Morecambe. They got beat by Akron to 2-0. And then, to be fair, they had a decent win against uh, Wickham last week. Uh, 2-1 win, but, Ipswich also got a decent record here against Shrewsbury in the last five games. They've won three and drawn two. Just, you know, Ipswich are one of the favourites for this league and their performances so far have shown why. And uh, I don't see any reason why it's going to stop here away at Shrewsbury.
1: Nice one. Excellent. And a treble on the value picks of Kashima Garansi Poor. Is that right? Gordon, I think you, you. because in the in the message you spelt it you spelt it wrong, so I would be I, I, be I, I am <laughs>
2: badly, <laughs> I am,
1: I am badly pronouncing a misspelt team. So yeah, good luck. And uh, and M switch ten point three eight to one. So over over ten to one for the value treble. That's that's pretty good. On to our outsiders, where we look for something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog. Um, I am in Germany in the Bundesliga, Saturday at 5.30pm UK time for Union Berlin versus Red Bull Leipzig. And the home win for Union here is five to 5-2, which is quite a big price um, on a home team. Uh, we're only two games into the season, uh, but they, they finished last season in fifth place, only one point behind Leipzig. So, you know, historically, these two teams have pr- pretty equally matched. Um, They've started this season pretty well, undefeated. They've got four points. Uh, Leipzig, they've drawn their first two matches, 1-1 away at Stuttgart, and then again 1-1 at home to FC Cologne. Uh, Neither particularly good results. Um, I think it's just quite surprising for Union to be such big dogs in this spot, especially as the home team. They're really, really good at home. They haven't lost a home game in their last 12 home matches. Uh, You have to go back to February when Dortmund beat them. And that was their one loss from their last 19 home matches across all competitions. So they're they're solid at home and they're playing against a team that they basically matched all of last season. Union also won both times they played in Berlin last year in 2021. They they beat um, RB Leipzig twice in Berlin, both 2-1 two, two, scorelines. So I like the big price of 5-2 to two for them here um, as underdogs. So they're my outsider.
2: i really like that pick. Um, it was one that I, I tend to avoid back in Arsenal, Union, Berlin or Kawasaki Frontale from my pod, podcast picks.
1: I thought, like, I thought you were just going to avoid backing teams that predominantly play in red, but you threw you threw in the no. blue of Kawasaki there.
2: No, I, I don't generally back light.
1: Them on the podcast. I think ah, it's probably something.
2: It's like if you showed up and started backing some of the teams I'm going to mention next, I'd be like, do I just stay out of the league too, mate? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think it is a really good pick um, in there. So... Hopefully I'll be able to add to what I think is a good pick in there um, with a French League 2 game. This was uh, the fourth round of the League 2 and it's Stade Laval recently promoted from um, the champion at Nationale back up to League 2, playing just parachuted out FC Mets uh, from League 1. Um, they are two teams here that price solid um stade Laval generally float between the liga national and also the the league 2 uh, fc met's float between league 2 and the top french division league 1 um i fancy a draw in this game um the bookies have it as the prices for it is 7 to 4 2 to 1 7 to 4 uh, so they they they've got Pretty, yeah, uh, they've got no real idea what's going on here. The reason I say a draw in this is I think FC Mets are probably good enough to win this game if it's played the other way around and they're playing at home. But Saddlefell are great at home, they were, um, they got picked. I think in the first couple of seasons of this podcast, I was picking them religiously when they played at home. They just, you know, they 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 struggle away from home, but they're pretty damn good there. And they've started the season pretty well so far, um, with with two wins from three. Both teams are on uh, six points after three games, so they're they're already you know together in the table there. I think the game's going to end up a draw, two to 2-1, to ten. I'm bet three six five if you if you want a little more spice in there. Obviously, you're not getting any early payout in a draw um unless it was a 2-0 one um and uh but yeah so that's the i seen andy's laughing in the background i think i remember boob a couple of years ago by saying that was a i think it was going to be a, a one each win or was it a one nil draw in yeah. one of the games yeah. um but yeah so i like stad laval and mets to draw this game i think 21 to 10 is a big price for that considering they haven't really played each other actually since like Mid 2000s, but all of those games were one goal swings. Uh, but I've not really taken much much stock from their form in 2005. <laughs> Dave, what do you think for your outsider bit? Uh,
0: so I'm uh, gonna be in the uh, Premier League again Saturday at 3 pm. It's Everton against uh Notts Forest, and um, I'm gonna attack Forest there at 3 to 1. Um, I don't think any team should ever be three to one against Everton at the minute. Or Liverpool, three to one against Everton. But uh, so, for, you know, there's only been two games this season so far as we know. But Everton have got uh, no points from both games. They have only scored once, and that was a uh, a own goal for them last week in their loss to Villa. You know they lost one 0 to Chelsea. Their injury list. Is, is horrendous. I mean, they've got no, no Decoray, no Gomez, no Townsend, no Godfrey, uh, no DCL, no Yerimena. Uh, Their the only striker they've actually got fit is Rondon. And would you even call him a striker? No. You call him a footballer? I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, there's talk, there's talk, they're after Mopay, uh from Brighton to come in. But, right, Chelsea have been Forty million for Anthony Gordon today, so oh, could they? be that. Yeah, yeah, they could know. be losing Anthony Gordon as well, which would put them even further down. But yeah, they brought in kind uh, um Conor Cody, which I'm very surprised about. Seeing as he's such a massive Liverpool fan, I don't he know really why is. he's going to buy for Everton. But yeah,
2: possibly Anfield to watch other games. So that yeah.
0: Money talks, obviously. Oh. Uh, Brought in Dwight McNeil and uh the a uh, the guy that brought on last week, uh to be fair, he looked decent and it's uh oh no no, what's my name? <laughs> oh no, no There you go. <laughs> there's a uh, lot of musical sex.
2: Yeah.
0: We'll thank Alan Shearer for that joke because he did that joke on match of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, you know Forest lost their opening game two-nil to Newcastle, but they beat West Ham last week at home, one nil. Uh, you know, they're a bit fortunate. That they had a penalty. Uh, West Ham missed a penalty. had a goal disallowed. But Forrest looked okay. Uh, but I think they could... Uh, just like The lack of Everton firepower. And, uh, you know, Forrest just this week. They, they brought in uh, Dennis from Watford. Uh, Chet Coyote, who was released from Palace. Uh, they brought in uh, Frula, the swiss guy from Atlanta. Uh, you know, put that with Lingard, Henderson, Toffolo, O'Brien uh, and his new favourite player, Nico Williams, who looks good at the back. <laughs>
1: he does, doesn't he? Very good. Yeah. Very good for my, my, my uh, fantasy draft team is Nico Williams. What a guy.
0: Yeah, but, uh, you know, they, they've got some good players there. and I think they can cause Everton some problems. Here, cause like I said, I wouldn't be touching Everton at all. Um, so... <laughs> The last meeting between these two sides at Everton was the last time Forest were in the Premier League, and it was 1999. <laughs> Forest won, won that game one nil. Uh, quiz question: Who got the goal?
1: Pierre Van Hooydonk. Yes, <laughs> that, <laughs> long,
0: yeah,
1: that. that long that long ago. Fully. Superb.
0: Right. Yeah, but yeah, but like I said, I won't be touching Everton, especially with no strike force and. But there's a lot of two players. games.
1: And, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, no. We'll, do, we'll gladly attack Forest at 3 to 1. Yeah, I like it, Dave. Um, and, you know, outsiders, difficult to get, but I like to combine the three as a, as a tricksy, so I only need two of them. If you were to go for a straight up treble there on Union Berlin, a draw between Laval and Metz and a win for Nottingham Forest, 42.4 to 1. So, you know, we, we've certainly hit the brief there. We are going for outsiders. And we'll see how we get on They are the main picks from the show Now on to the serious business of picking winners For our charity treble And I am just going straight in the deep end With the earliest, possibly the earliest kickoff possible um, You know, to try and get a winner on the board straight away Friday at 11.30am UK time In the Japanese J1 League for Nagoya Grampus versus Jubilo Iwata. Um, Nagoya are mid-table. They've got 30 points from 24 matches. They're in danger of doing nothing um, at either either end of the table, really. But Jubilo Iwata are dead last. They've got 22 points from their 25 games. Nagoya, decent form, eight points from the last five matches. Iwata have only three points from their last five, which is strange considering they've scored only once and conceded 11 just so happens that one goal was enough to beat Shonen 1-0. And, sh- and Shonen are bad, which is why, you know, if you remember, my value pick is Kashima to beat Shonen. So this sort of feeds into, the, into that a little bit. So that's where they've got their uh, their three points at the five-game form table from. Uh, they were absolutely battered in the other four matches by a combined scoreline of 11-0. Um, most recently, 6-0 at home to the Urua Red Diamonds they are also the worst traveling team in the league they've managed seven points from 12 away games this season this should be a comfortable home win for Nagoya uh, the odds are four to seven and I'm hoping that we've got one in the bag nice and early for charity come Friday morning
2: good uh, my charity bet is a much higher price this time uh, You're
1: mental You're a crazy man
2: This is uh, Heidenheim Versus Bielefeld You're also not Going to like my reasoning Either uh, to, to clarify that um, So Heidenheim Top of the Top of the German Bundesliga Bielefeld haven't Had a point yet From their four games uh, What, what is,
1: is What is this You're You're, you're, you're going to hear me out Right See see if this is because I'm backing it this week anyway And you're expecting To do it next week So you're <laughs> just going to put in Some <laughs> bullshit pick That wouldn't That wouldn't do anything For
2: me In this Um This is Heidenheim versus Bielefeld. Um, So you might remember Bielefeld uh, from from last season and uh, being absolutely awful in the... uh, This is doing (laughs)
1: nothing for me just now. In the
2: Bundesliga, but they're now in Bundesliga 2. They haven't started fantastically so far, uh, losing 2-1 to to Rostock and uh, 2-0 to Hamburg. Who both uh, are are, are alright in that league. Hans of Rostock are, are are okay, but Hamburg are they're, they're pretty decent in there. Uh they're playing against Heidenheim, who've been pretty good so far. Uh they've taken uh, from their from their games, they've taken nine points from their four games. Um I fancy a draw in this game and not a Heidenheim win. Why? <laughs> right. So hear me, hear me out. This game has been played they played each other when Heidenheim were at home. Four, the last four times have all been draws. So this has been 0-0, one in 2-2, 3-2 in the, in the last times they've played. 3-2 here. is not
1: a draw. <laughs> Sorry,
2: <laughs> 0-0, 1-1, 2-2, 2 uh, and 3-2 uh, was prior to that. So it was four out of the last five games have been draws. Um, I think Bielefeld will start to pick up points here. What they did quite, I mean, they got relegated out of the Bundesliga, but what they did quite well was draw games that was their only points <laughs> like they, they, they tend to get quite a lot of draws here now I look at this game as a Heidenheim win but I couldn't bring myself to back it because I just feel like this is going to end up as a really boring draw like a nil-nil draw like no notification style draw Um, and you know I'm even I'm even happy to take the mantle of the charity bet off you this week purely because I am putting quite a quite a large pick in here if you would like no um, oh,
1: no we're all good think, it's, my, it's my turn to back it that's all yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm just, think, just glad this is Sunday, so I, so that we can see if if we've hit every other pick on the fold I might just be like, i am i not normally a fan of cashing out, but I don't <laughs> think I like this pick at all.
2: I mean, and that and that's fine.
1: You, know, you don't you don't
2: have to. Um, it's I just think that this game will will, will head towards a draw. Um, it's you know, Bielefeld will start to pick up points, in, in, in this league, they will. They're 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 bad, but they're not ended up in the fucking dritte league of bad. they're just regular mid-season uh are regular mid-table kind of german league too bad um and i don't think heidenheim have got enough to, to to hang around long enough at the top of the table to to kind of do anything around there i mean last season um they they, they ended up about sixth and they were they were well behind hamburg for, for getting anywhere near the promotion places so yeah, I think this game's going to be a draw. I knew you weren't going to
1: like it. You neither. You were going to like this pick. So, uh, but well, you didn't exactly you didn't exactly sell it to us either. <laughs> no, Here's all I the just, reasons Heidenheim will win this game. Uh,
2: I'm going to back a draw. Uh, the only other thing to mention to you as well, which I think you both will enjoy, is that Heidenheim played a CC preseason friendly versus Romerstein. Um, this is a club that are in like. There's no fixtures written down for them, so I don't know like, what leagues are down for. And uh, Robert Steen lost this game 29 0. <laughs> <laughs> they were 13 0 down at half time. You're like, oh, I've got the wind in the second half, boys. <laughs> it's like, great. Let's just go. and see the other 16. So, yeah, um, I like a draw in this game. Um, Dave, what have you got? Because definitely going to matter this week.
0: It was one of those things where was just, I was just—I thought it was like a start off where you just listed things that were bad against Bournemouth, and then it was going to get better. It yeah. just didn't get any better.
2: <laughs> Sometimes you get a feel for a game in this one. I mean, I've given my reasoning, and I'm not—I'm not going to make up anything in there as if that there is any more reason than what I've given. I just think this game is going to end up a draw. So, and it's even in the charity area. It's not even in the outsider yeah. slot.
1: Um, let let let's uh, let's get your pick, Dave, and then I'll get the uh, fourth pick from my dog, uh, <laughs> who's put, who's put in the same amount of work by just like <laughs> walking over to a treat with a team name written under it.
0: Uh, yeah, so uh, no, my charging pick is going to be uh, Saturday at three o'clock in the championship, and it's Reading against Middlesbrough, and uh, I'm going to attack Middlesbrough here at evens. Uh, so, as an hour I Middlesbrough to. Uh, win the league this year but at the minute they, uh, they're sitting 19th with two points off three games uh, scored five conceded six uh, whereas Reading they're 18th uh, they've got three points uh, scoring two conceded six if we look at the games they've played so Re- Reading have lost to Blackpool uh, the beat Cardiff 2-1 they got absolutely hammered by uh, Rotherham who got promoted from uh, League 1 last year 4-0 uh, I mean if, if you watch how I watch this game uh, the Reading keeper Lumley's had an absolute shocker it's because it, it, three goals were his fault so hopefully he'll start a goal this week um, but uh, you yeah, know they've got Shane Long as their main attacker as well so it's no wonder Reading aren't scoring a lot of goals uh, you know good player good work of course, but he's never going to light up and he's not a 30 goal season ball,
2: player so, is he really
0: <laughs> yeah and, uh, and uh, obviously you know Paul Ince is the ready manager and they've got Tom Ince who's never going to get subbed <laughs> that way, doesn't he, Tom Ince? <laughs> so he's living life. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, Middlesbrough's uh, three games. They've had a 1-1 draw with Albion. Uh, lost a tight game to QPR 3-2 and uh, a 2-2 draw with Sheffield United uh, last weekend. So they've had a tough start in terms of fixtures. But you know, I think Borough are going to get the season started here. Uh, with a win, they've only lost once in the last ten games against Reading as well, and uh, done a bit bit of business this week. Uh, so they brought in Murray from Albion, midfielder, which I'm surprised about. I am surprised Albion have let him go. Obviously, Bruce doesn't fancy him, and uh, to they've got uh, so they've got Marcus Force from Brentford uh, a few weeks ago, and they've also brought in uh, got Matthew Hop or Hopie. American international from Mallorca. Uh, don't look at his uh, scoring rates because it's not great, but hopefully he uh, might be able to uh, get settled yeah. in the championship. Yeah, and get settled. But, you know, looks like I this, this is a game. Mills were really going to target a win and uh, I think they're going to get one here. I don't, I don't think Reading are in. Mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see Reading flying relegation this season. So
1: Cool. Um so a nice selection of games are Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So Nagoya, a draw between Heidenheim and Bielefeld, and a win for Middlesbrough comes out at a perfect ten to one. Nice. There you go. So hopefully one hundred and ten pounds going to charity next week. Or more likely myself and Dave having a go at Gordon. Or <laughs> you know, of all the games in the entire world to try and pick a winner for charity. Can
0: you, can you just cash
1: you There must have been <laughs> There must have been better options, man. You're te- out of all the games in the entire world. One just, that you think to try just, and predict the result, the easiest one you can <laughs> do is a draw between a team that's flying high and a team that's getting nothing going for them. Yeah. Wonderful.
2: I mean, that's 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 what I like this week. That's just I, I had a look, looked through all my leagues. That lot. Do you know what quite a lot of my leagues are suffering for at the moment when it comes to the Danish ones and the, the sorry the Norwegian ones and the Swedish ones is that they're playing Europa League. The teams I want to back are playing Europa mm-hmm. midweek and then playing some diddy at like one to seven mm-hmm. at the weekend. Like there's no value in that. There's no. So yeah, I I I've went for something a bit bolder here. I look forward to
1: hey I wanted to come in
2: 110 quid going to charity after this
1: Uh, (laughs) let's let's get it lads you know 110 pounds for charity on next week's show Um, in the meantime just a reminder we do have a a Facebook page Um, just search Trampled Bet Podcast on on Facebook and you can join in the conversation there and uh, our Patreon channel as well www.patreon.com forward slash trampled bet and you'll get the cheat sheet with everything written down um, all the picks we've been through there And if you did fancy the 12-fold um, 17,957.96 to 1 So there you go Throw a pound on that
0: That's
1: the dream, you know It's going to happen one day And if it's if it's like If we've got nine results in And it's going into that Heidenheim game Maybe have a wee look at that cash out value <laughs> Just...
2: Aye, Very good, thanks
1: Thanks for the just, of confidence there. Just have, a, just have a wee look. Dave, it's been a pleasure as always, my man. Thank you very much. No worries. Gordo, good to see you too. Um, and I'll see both you gentlemen this time next week. Uh, enjoy the weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports Social.